DNVR Broncos live. Thanks for tuning in. RK, Hank, Zach here with you. We are, of course, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet five on any college football line. You get $200 in free bets. And we are very close to when they start rolling out their NFL specials. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited to see what they have prepared for week one. Oh, I can't wait. Also, maybe we'll talk about this a little bit later, but there's there's football on today. Yeah. Really? Yes, there Boy, is. Boy, I've just been so tied into, I guess, everything that was happening right before the signing. I didn't even know. Yeah, you've got uh, Falcons, Jets. Yeah, Is this for the Monday night crew to practice? Uh, uh, yes, it is. Mm, yes, it yeah. is. So there you go. Uh, we'll talk about that maybe a little bit later. But let's jump in here to what Nathaniel Hackett said today, which I found to be interesting. Zach, what did he say? Well, Nathaniel Hackett was asked, when do you start preparing for the Seattle Seahawks? And he said, right now, it's too early to be doing that because you don't want to make the, the, the game plan get stale for the players. Now, he said he's been doing some stuff behind the scenes on his own. He's looked a little bit, and he has talked with Russ a little bit, which there's a lot to that, which we'll dive into. Mm-hmm. But I found that fascinating too, Ryan, because I honestly thought, are you going to be preparing for your week 10 game right now? No, probably not. But you have eight months. I guess you technically have, what, four or five months once you know the schedule comes out to prepare for the week one team. I thought in the past when Vic Fangio said that, you know, they spent uh, some of training camp and some of the preseason preparing for that week one team. I thought to me that made a lot of sense. So this does catch me a little off guard. It does. And maybe, you know, like I I hate to go uh, too hard against it because I've been praising Nathaniel Hackett for kind of his new age thinking. And I think him saying like it doesn't, I hope I don't want it to get stale for the players almost signals to me like he doesn't trust their attention span, Mm. you know? And it's like, how many times have you been in class and you, the very first, you know, lesson of a new semester then shows up on the midterm, and by and by that time you're like, man, I don't remember this crap. Uh, and I wonder if that's a little bit of what he's thinking. Like, if you start installing um, for you know the game plan on Wednesday, you better hope everyone can remember all of that stuff by Sunday. If you're doing it now for weeks from now, I kind of understand it. Here's what I think he probably is doing. He might not say this, um, but I've mentioned it before, which is something that Tad Boyle uh, told me one time when talking about playing a really inferior opponent before playing a good opponent, which is like, you can never overlook them. But what you try to do is you find the things that that opponent, the inferior opponent does that the superior opponent also does. And you just hammer those things Mm -hmm. in. So maybe there's a chance that he's looking, Hey, what kind of things do the Vikings, what kind of, you know, concepts do they like that also overlap with what we think the Seahawks are going to want to do. And we'll, you know, uh, dial in a little more on those things this week. Well, Henry, I got to hear what you say because I I disagree with something Ryan said. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't mind it. I do like that he's looking ahead. I do like that he has come up with a couple of ideas because the truth is, I mean, it shouldn't take too long to install it all. You know, maybe there's something to saying like, hey, watch out for this guy, watch out for that guy. But who are we talking about? Like, it's not like you're playing Tom Brady. Like, if you want to start saying, like, okay, you're going up against Tom in a few weeks, make sure you're sharp, make sure you're, everybody's, like, working underneath, make sure these linebackers are sucking up, right, to take away all these passes over the middle. It's like, what, tell Pat Sertan, hey, you know, you've got DK Metcalf coming up. He don't need to do that. He's going to be just fine. And, again, it's, you don't want it to be overlooking, but I do think that, first of all, 
there's only so much you can do. And right now, I think that after that last preseason game, you really just want to work with these backups and make sure that you have some sort of depth somewhere because I think you have to be kind of concerned. But next week, you absolutely have to take advantage of the time that you have. I disagree with something Ryan said. I really don't like oh. what Henry said. <laughs> Let's go, so baby. I'm going I'm to go after you guys. You guys are probably okay. going to come after me. Henry, your backups are not going to get that much better where it impacts your season mm-hmm. working on them this week and focusing on that and having mm-hmm. them do better against the fight. That's not going to help you when the regular season comes around. That's so fair. I understand what you're saying, but that to me, that's focusing on like the half percent. And if you're doing that less than one week out or one month out from the season, I think you're focusing on the wrong things. And yes, you, what you said is you are overlooking the Seahawks. If you're saying, who are you really dealing with here? The Broncos, if they lose that game, their season's not over. Mm-hmm. It's not a must win game. But boy, are they really going to wish they had that win in their back pocket come week 16, week 17, week 18. So I, I just, don't I won't like be able that to, mindset. I won't be able to handle the discourse. No after one's going to be able to after handle After seeing it. the discourse after this yeah. weekend's game, which, you know, like I felt like we were critical of the mm-hmm. performance while keeping in perspective what it really meant. Mm-hmm. Now, even some people were like, you know, commenting on us saying we were crazy for being too negative. I just felt like we were able to put aside, okay. This doesn't matter, yeah. but here's why it sucks. <laughs> right, right, Which right, right. I thought that was my goal, and I thought we did a really good job with it. I don't think everyone noticed that that's what we were doing. Um, I'm but loving this pat on the back. Seeing, <laughs> yeah, you know, credit to us. Um, seeing the the reaction on yeah. Twitter, you guys got to chill. What is going on here? <laughs> like, it's true. People are are today. It's Monday. This game was on Saturday. People are still complaining about it. I wonder yeah. what Facebook said. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you don't wonder. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of people probably saying they're a five-win team. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh, we got a puppy a in the puppy. studio. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Look, that was yeah, a perfect timing. That was perfect. be mad about that game. No, no, no. Walking around. It puts everything into perspective. It really does. That's preseason. This is puppies. Yes. Um, yes. Everyone on the podcast now knows my dog voice. <laughs> wow. That's good to know. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I can't have any cats come on here because then my cat voice will come out. Well, you'll just hear Ooh. me sneeze the rest of the podcast. I went through this crazy rabbit hole last night. Ooh. Videos from cats' collars. People just like yeah. mount a camera on a cat's collar oh, so they can watch stuff. their cat all day. <laughs> yeah. Like nobody in America is doing this, first of all, which I think is wrong. And there's definitely a market there. But it's just like all over like Eastern Europe. There's just these cats running around through forests cat and stuff. Cams. It's incredible. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, I've seen the videos of like a dog steals someone's phone and starts running around. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways. Well, really, right, really quick, Ryan. What I disagree with you about or where I would really want Nathaniel Hackett to get an advantage on this game is one of the things that we've all talked about and said the Broncos may be at a disadvantage entering week one because they're not playing their starters in the preseason. I think we all are okay with that. So physically, they may not be up for that. But mentally, what if they get those extra reps starting now so that instead of just starting the the Seahawks game Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday leading up to that Monday night game, they're starting a couple weeks out so that instead of not having the physical part there, they can have the mental part be extra sharp, and that could help them get to off, off to a hotter start. Yeah, and I think the uh, the repetition could really help. You know, I talked about the whole, like, you learn something at the beginning of the semester, then it's on the midterm, you don't remember it. Well, you could just teach the same thing three times once this week once next week once the week of the game um and you know i think that would go a long way in toward in in terms of being prepared for that i think what i would do if i was nathaniel hackett is use the seattle game as a chance to keep guys interested 
in this weird period right now. This is like a tough practice period for the players. Training camp's over. They're not playing in the preseason. It's a long ways to week one. And so I have to imagine as a coach, you're battling a little bit of fatigue mentally and physically. How I would use it if I was saying like it is like one period a day, maybe towards the end of practice. I'm like, hey, this is the real shit. You know what I mean? Like now we're preparing for Seattle. So I need you guys to focus in like no one. I don't I can't have any wandering minds during this period. And I like that a lot because one of the things that you don't want to do is spend one month just preparing for the yeah. Seattle Seahawks, the, the bad Seattle Seahawks, I think, as you pointed out, and then not focus on yourself. And then mm-hmm. you're kind of behind the eight ball on yourself once the once the Texans come around the next week and you just don't have your own identity. But I love that incorporating incorporating Seattle starting now. But it's not all that you focus on. And also, there's a really weird schedule for the Broncos starters moving forward. This week, mm-hmm. they're going to have uh, four normal practices, two with pads. Today was not in pads, but it was at a faster tempo. Next week is cut day and is cut week and kind of. Uh, uh, a n- tiny buy. I think starters or are, are, are players have to get Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. Hack it because of the Monday night game. May give them Monday off as well. Wouldn't be shocked if he gives them a Thursday night or Thursday off as well. So we'll see how that goes. And then you get into the regular season. But even then, it's still weird because it's a Monday night game. So Nathaniel Hackett has a lot of really small things to manage and try to manage right his first time around. I guess that's fair. My my thing was, you know, two weeks is a long time to get ready for anybody. Like that's why if you start next week, then that's plenty of time to get rid of any for or get ready for anybody, especially the Seahawks and but, especially a team with a new quarterback. You know, true. so you, you if you had ten years of Russell Wilson tape and you were playing the Seahawks, yeah, you might as well start getting ready. Right now, it's like heck. You might not. You might have like a couple quarters of Drew Lock preseason. Now you have your own Drew Lock mm-hmm. film that you could get into. Um, but that's not going to help you that much. You know, you want to see what they're doing with him. Um, and it sounds like he's going to start their final preseason game. So maybe there's a little bit of Seattle that wants him to win the job. Feels like it. Maybe a little bit of Seattle. Like, Oh, oh the, the organization. Like, right. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I think it could have been easy for them to be like, this was the plan all along. Yeah. Gino gets one. Yeah. Drew gets two. Gino gets three. Um, but they're, they're changing or adapting to make sure Drew gets mm-hmm. one start. Well, yeah. and on top of that, Gino had one first down in the first three drives. Like, I think if he actually played decent yes. football, they would have given him the job. But you can't, you can't come out the day after that game and say, you know what, that's our starter right there. You got to at least make him put together something before you announce it. I completely, I completely agree. And yeah. I think we can talk. Let's talk about all three of these quarterbacks. Russ, Gino, and Drew, and how it all impacts week one and the Broncos preparing. But first, I got to tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook. Mm-hmm. Because speaking of week one, you can bet on this. Right now, the line is Broncos minus five and a half. Ryan, I think two or three weeks ago, you gave it out as your DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. And I think it was at four, four and a half then. Four and a half. Now it's moved up to five. Now it's Yikes. at five and a half. It's going to keep moving up. And I got to tell you, five and a half is really the cutoff of the comfortable sweet spot. Because I could mm. see a game ending at six. Obviously, we know seven's a big number as well. Five and a half, you still should be pretty good. Yeah, six and seven are obviously common, you know, uh, final scores. Like up by six, up by seven, um, up by five, not as common. 
Yeah. So one, the point being, if it gets to six, now you're a little bit worried. Yeah, exactly. So get in on that right now. And also get in on college football action because if you bet $5 on any college football game, win or lose, you get $200 in your account in free bets, which then you can use on week one. You can use it on other college football. And college football is back this Saturday is week zero, mm-hmm. guys. So you can get this $200 in free money in your account starting this weekend. So head to the App Store now, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and use promo code DNVR when you sign up in order to get $200 in free bets in your account by betting on any college football team, win or lose. That's code DNVR at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And we got to get into our DraftKings pick of the yeah, week. Yes. Wait, real quick, who plays in week zero? Do we know yet? Uh, it is Nebraska oh, and right. Northwestern yes. in Ireland. Is that the only game? That's a big one. That's it's the not even big that one? big. <laughs> I know, I know. It's a really sad week. Shout yeah, out to the crazy. Ireland listeners. Go cheer on Northwestern. Um, <laughs> yes. Although, eh, I'm not going to get There's into no it. way Nebraska has international fans. Like Northwestern, you could see sure. like the yeah, fan base kind of branches out. Uh, Nebraska, no. Once you've won championships, it it just opens up a whole no. other level. You're crediting Nebraska with winning championships. I mean, yeah, they did. They did it in the in the nineties. I'd be willing to say that Nebraska has like ninety percent of its alumni still living in Nebraska. See, it's all about perspective, Zach. If, yeah. if, I, <laughs> if I try to discredit Nebraska's championships of being so long ago, then I lose mine. Uh, that's uh, true. That's true. Yeah. You got to hold on to them. Yeah. <laughs> championships in the 90s, those babies count. Oh, oh man. Wow. I don't want to ask, but they've won a championship more recently? Yes. Since CU was just such a They have not 90s. won a conference championship more recently than CU, though. Oh, I See like you on the Big 12 in 2001, same year they beat them 62 to 36, ruined their program Ooh. forever. They've never won against them. <laughs> uh, anyways. So, I mean, for your DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week, you got to be betting on Northwestern, right? What's the line? I don't even know, but you just got to <laughs> take it. <laughs> uh, I've been so dialed in on preseason football, regrettably so, um, that I haven't even, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm all about keeping things right in front of me, like looking at looking Ooh. in the front view, not the rear view, and not too far in the front view. Ryan, Northwestern plus 400 to beat uh, Nebraska. They're plus 13 with the points. Yeah, just oh. give me the, give me the, the points. Um, that, that's a lot of points to win by that's week a one. Especially in, in Ireland. Yeah. Like yeah. that's like playing in Hawaii, but double. Yeah, you're doubling it. Oh, hey. uh, you know what? Give me Northwestern plus 400. Like I'm going to be cheering so hard for Northwestern, not because of Nebraska, the program, but because of Scott Frost. I cannot believe oh what God, he dude. said last week. That was disgusting. He should have been that, fired. How does that happen? Th- this is not 1970. Yes. Th- th- this is where the NFL, Nathaniel Hackett's giving his guys every other day off, essentially. Now, it's, it's one out of every three days off in the NFL. And Scott Frost is saying there's. They've what did he never. Say? He said there's 15 to 20 offensive uh, linemen or just players. Uh, offensive offensive linemen. linemen. 15 to 20 offensive linemen throwing up every practice. And he was he was happy about. He was bragging about it. That was a flex. About it. That's disgusting. So uh, yeah, I hope he's terrible. throwing up on the way home today. Yeah. This it, weekend. Yeah, that's. I, it's so tone deaf. <laughs> yes. It's so tone deaf. And like you would think as a. At this point, he's an experienced head coach. You would understand what, like, just the way things are today. Sometimes it happens in a football practice. It's hot out there. Your guys are working hard. Mm -hmm. But, like, we're talking, like, 
Mm-hmm. I, I can guarantee you no one has thrown up at Broncos no. training camp this year. <laughs> no. Um, I think I saw it. The last, last time I saw it would have been uh, Noah Fayette, his oh, first ever yeah. practice. Yeah. Oh, um, and then didn't he get called out after by Vic? I think he did, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, like, it happens once in a while. If, if you're, like, putting guys' lives in danger if it's yeah. happening that every single day. Now, I'm sure he was exaggerating, but still. I hope. This, like, that stuff has happened before, not to make it too serious here, yeah. but... Uh, so hopefully, yeah, he gets what he deserves. He overworked his players in uh, in camp, and they're fatigued come come week zero. <laughs> so maybe what my true pick of the week is is half a unit on the points, half a unit on plus four hundred. There you Solid. go. There you go. I uh, I've got a little parlay. Oh, I'm not ready to give up on preseason football yet. We've been making too much money. <laughs> so the Ravens, obviously, they've won 22 preseason games Greatest in a row. Greatest streak in sports history. Yeah. <laughs> Take them to win again. It's minus 275. Not great. We're parlaying it, though, with the Steelers to win. They still have the quarterback competition still going because Kenny Pickett actually turned that into one. They have to play both of them. They've won both their preseason games so far. They're minus 200 parlay. Both get to plus 104. Pretty solid. I also, like that. also Bills, they're plus 200, but they've won, I think, 11, 12 preseason games in a row now. Ooh, that's another good one. Sean McDermott yeah. putting together a little streak. Yeah. Wow. Testing the greatest streak in sports. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I mean, you've, you got to keep that alive. You have to. Man, and you know Harbaugh wants to. Oh, yeah. He's a streak chaser. <laughs> he really is. Yeah. <laughs> to oh. the uh, chagrin of Vic Fangio. Yes. A streaker, if you will. <laughs> Marquise Brown had an awesome quote after the game where he said something like, yeah, those guys over there, they really care about these preseason games. <laughs> and they said, I think we do too. <laughs> yeah. it's like i'm pretty sure we do too well, i can the, tell you the Bronco broncos player, could, i was gonna say they would not even be able to lie about that no, no. because their head coach comes out and says preseason sucks he discredits uh, it that's so awesome what would the would, score have been if they had actually cared not like played everybody but does that vibe the bills no 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 no. the broncos like like if oh. they had actually been like we rah rah we want to win this even if they don't play the starters i can't hurt yeah no it, it, it would have changed things you hope uh, and the only benefit of that would have been stopping people from freaking out online. <laughs> yeah, it's very <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> the risks far outweigh the rewards. I would Nathaniel Hackett would become my favorite coach of all time if he just refused to play in a preseason game. Like he, <laughs> he wasn't would, on the sideline. No, line? if he was just like we're opting out. Oh, I would love that. That would be very <laughs> innovative. And speaking of kind of that, did you guys see the practice Detroit had today? No. The Detroit Lions, the only coach that was on the field was Dan Campbell. It was a player-led practice where Dan <laughs> Campbell was just on the field. He didn't do anything. He let the players do it all. Interesting. Yeah, like v- yeah. very Forward different. Thinking. Forward thinking. It's Forward weird, though. Like, interesting thinking. We'll see. Their entire coaching staff is former players. So, like, it's it's not like <laughs> they've got, like, the Vic Fangio types out there being all grumpy. Like, that's still a very player-y vibe, even with all those coaches, yeah. you would think. I don't know. I just think it's a good way to, like, let your leaders lead. Yeah. I guess. Do they have any? Lead them to a 3-14 yes, and 14 Jamal Williams season. is like top five leader in the NFL. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> At least away from the quarterback position. Top 35 running back, too. <laughs> eh, top 40. What's Jared wow. Goff looking like on Hard Knocks? Is he like So I, I never got around to episode two. Oh, oh, yeah. There's been a lot of hype. I haven't, I haven't watched like, episode two yet either. But it kind of makes sense. Like He has the offensive line. like Potentially best offensive line in the NFL. Apparently he and DJ Chark really? are tearing things up. Yeah. Wow. Penny Sewell, Frank Ragnow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Penny Sewell looks looks really good, so that's good for them. That is good. Former 
That's got to be the guy. scariest thing ever to draft a non-sexy position. You're just like, if this no, no. if this person doesn't turn out fantastic, we look so dumb. Yep, at least if it's a quarterback and you swing and miss, well, you tried. Yes, exactly, exactly. You can't uh, swing and miss and try on a left tackle. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. You can't. I mean, and even the Broncos, I guess, get a l- like that was in the late first round. Mm-hmm. It's not like when you could have had. Let's see, who was it? Jamar Chase was that the other yeah. person they were looking at there? <sighs> I mean, again, you gotta nail it. Yeah, but the Broncos. And if you do, people are like, "Wow, what a savvy organization!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Broncos have all those second round developmental defensive linemen. Those are like the swing and miss picks that sting. It's like Demarcus Walker, right. Adam Gotsis. Like, even McTelvin and Gene fits into that category, sort of. But those are the ones that you're just like, why can't you just get a good player there instead of somebody who you think could be good later? It's very true. It's very true. And that was just our DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. <laughs> if you want to watch sports right now, you can watch the Rockies. You can head over to evaca.com slash or evaca.tv slash Colorado 10. That's evaca.tv slash Colorado 10. And that's going to get you $10 off Evaca TV. And Evaca lets you watch the Avs, Nuggets, and the Rockies, mm-hmm. which are still playing right now. Rockies won two out of three Let's over go. the weekend. How about that? So if you want to watch a winning team, check out the evaca.tv slash Colorado 10. <laughs> the uh, 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 asterisk there is winning team in the this past weekend. three days. Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. But Evaca is winning. It's only $25 a month to watch Colorado sports, which is just incredible. Pretty much every other mm-hmm. TV provider, if you want to watch every sport, it's like two hundred dollars to get the premium pack just 25 dollars over at evaca.tv slash colorado 10 and ten dollars off brings down to 15 dollars for your first three months i was literally playing golf with someone yesterday who was like i was paying 225 dollars for cable slash internet and i switched to avaca there you go cut it i mean essentially a tenth of the price (laughs) yep yep that's nuts insane yeah insane so check them out Check them out. I, I think we're just going full Dan Campbell uh, Lions here. You can just do all the reads. Oh, like, and then yeah. you know what? You gotta you gotta check us out. And Ryan, you Henry actually was ready, but I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to see a Lions practice. You out. actually, I think I'm leading this pretty well. Yeah, the, the players are leading this well, but I think I gotta toss it to the coach because okay. I think you have some news on us this weekend. Oh yes. Wow. Okay. Big news. Uh, got confirmation on this today. So. If you come uh, to the tailgate and bus this week, because we are doing a bus for this. This will oh, be our first bus yeah. of the year. Bus wow. to the tailgate. If you sign up for the tailgate and get a bus ticket, you are going to be the first people to get a look at the DNVR bar. Ooh, I mean, I haven't even had a look at it yet. Have no, you? I tried to look through the window. Yeah. I peeked through the window. Couldn't see much. Yeah. Uh, the latest like cool thing that happened is we we have a new front entrance. Oh, you can Ooh. check that out downstairs. It'd be hard to find. Oh. Uh, no, it's at the front. Okay, at the front. Okay. Yes. I love it. Yes. Mm. Um, but so yeah, sign up for the tailgate uh, and bus package, uh, and you'll get to see it before anyone else, which would be really really cool. I love it, and this tailgate is going to be a blast because you don't go to this Broncos game to watch the starters. We know that the starters yeah. aren't going to be playing, so you go to have a good time. And how do you have a good time at a at a game? You go to a tailgate, and we've got the tailgate. Yep, it's going to be electric it is it is all right guys so geno smith and drew luck we talked to josie jewel today and he was asked <laughs> because you know uh drew so well are you kind of pulling for him to be the starter do you want him to be the starter and josie said i don't care i'm just excited yeah. for week one yeah, i could have predicted uh, that. Is that yeah exactly when you hear that question was there any chance that you thought he was going to answer 
Uh, no, especially thought, Josie. No, exactly. exactly. That's what I'm exactly. saying. So I could see some player being like, I'm obviously pulling for Drew because I like Drew. Like I want right. the best for yeah. him. Right. See, or or Which, even like the Akeem Talib, like. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna pick him off. I wanna like, what, you know, like, like that's survive too. But what, Josie's not gonna say anything. Wouldn't it be incredible if, if a player's like, doesn't he like throw a lot of interceptions? Yeah, I wanna play against <laughs> him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other wow. defenses looked like they were having fun. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, do you buy that? Do you buy that they don't care? The defense in general? They definitely want Drew. Mm, Cause they know him. Yeah, and just I mean. Uh, you f- yeah, you feel like you know that he's bound to make a big mistake at some point. Yeah. Um, there is, I'm sure, guys who actually just like Drew as a person. Mm-hmm. They want him to win the job, um, and then they want to crush him. <laughs> Not the, to, uh, the other thing is these defensive players, sorry, Henry, have been told you can't hit him. You know, they've never yeah, gotten yeah, a chance yeah. to actually hit him. <laughs> now you just like, I, it, it's just like, you know, if you were dangling a piece of meat outside of a lion's cage. <laughs> For like, two years, yeah. three yes. years. And then they just get to eat them <laughs> the slap, you know, like that's that that's what those guys are all about. It's like, the ones that are pulling for him that like put it over the top for me. Because I think that there's a lot of them who say like, yeah, we saw Drew. We want to play Drew. But on the other side of that, it's Geno Smith. Like, it's not like anybody's scared of Geno Smith. No. But when you throw in that there's, like, a few who are going to be like, yeah, I want to see what's best for Drew, I think they definitely want they want Drew to be a guy. And I think it's going to come down to the mistakes. I think when I think of Geno, I think more of they're going all in on the running game. They're mm-hmm. barely going to let Geno pass. If it's Drew, we know he's going to get his opportunities. And we've seen it. He could smoke a defense. I don't want to say this Broncos defense. He can yeah. do that in short periods of time. He did it to the Chargers in a quarter. He did it over an entire game against the Houston Texans his rookie year. But the odds are in your favor that it's not going to be like that, that you're going to be able to get big opportunities. And I think these, this defense, for so many years, they've been trying to be a big play defense, and they haven't been. So I just think that kind of piece of meat has been dangling in front of them to be that big play defense. And what better way than to go up against Drew? Yeah. I bet Draymond Jones really wants to go against <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're right. Yeah. Um, I, I want, do you think they have any bit of that fear, like, any Broncos fan has at least a 1% fear that Drew has the game of his life. And you're just, I mean, the internet would destroy the Broncos if that happened. Like, you can't, anyone who says there's not, there's not a little piece of <laughs> exactly. them that's like, uh, I'm scared because you roll the Drew Lock die a hundred times. Eventually, Snake Eyes is going to come up. And like, you, you have to be thinking about that. Do you think the defense is thinking about that? Like, has that 1% that we have? I don't think they're thinking about it. But I do think don't – it might not be worth it to say, like, don't start Drew. But you definitely don't want to throw a revenge game into where it's not necessarily a revenge game. Like, this is one where – Don't you think Pete Carroll knows that? Yeah. But mm-hmm. also, he's thinking about starting Geno Smith. And the thing about that, like, doesn't turn the ball over. He'll get you 200 yards, whatever. They don't have the defense or the running game for that to actually work. Like, they kind of need Drew to be hitting DK to have a chance to win games, and you'd think they'd realize that. And that's the other part where it scares me for the Bronx. Not scares is the wrong word, but I'd just be very excited to see Geno Smith. If you're... Uh, if I'm the Broncos. If you're the Broncos, you'd be excited to see Geno Smith. Ryan, to answer your question, I do have that 1% of, course, it, uh, of everyone fear. Does. Everyone does. Except the Broncos defense. I don't think they do. Yeah, I okay. think there is 0% yeah. Yeah. fear because they have seen it firsthand in games where they lose because of what 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 drew's done or hasn't done and then in practice and so i think they would be they would want drew lock you could probably make the case this defense has seen drew lock more than any quarterback that they could 
potentially play um, because, Definitely. well, Patrick Mahomes, they have probably a lot of reps against him. Um, but, I mean, you had, you know, Drew was quarterbacking the scout team at one point. Yeah. So they got all that, you know. And then uh, even when he's the backup, you're seeing him a lot in practice. So, I bet, yeah, I bet you they feel really confident <laughs> in knowing what he does. On the flip side, that exact same thing, Ryan. How how much of an advantage is it for Russell Wilson to be going up against the Seahawks and to be able to tell the defense what to expect, to be able to tell the offense what to expect? Uh, or then on the flip side, how much does it hurt the Broncos that Pete Carroll knows Russell Wilson very well? I think it helps the Broncos' defense the most because Russell can go in there and say what's happening. The thing about the Seahawks' defense is that it's very simple. And so there isn't much to say, it feels like. Like, there's only so much Russell Wilson can go up to the, the offense and say, like, oh, be on the lookout for this or that. Maybe there's a couple of details with the corners, but if you're not beating those corners anyway, then we have an issue. <laughs> I, I do think that he can help the defense, though, with the offensive scheme and all that. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's all my <laughs> like thoughts <it>. there. Yeah. <laughs> I have this weird – maybe I'm off here. Russ, like, loves Gina. I, I almost feel like he, he, like, doesn't – I don't know. He, like, wouldn't want to do that. He wouldn't want to uh, – <laughs> and then he wouldn't want to destroy him. Like, he wouldn't want to beat – or, hmm. But he'd still want to beat Seattle. Yeah. You want to beat him to for sure, yeah. Like, 40 to zero, yeah. I see what you're saying about Gino, but then I think everything else with the organization – He'd, he'd give Gino a call after the game and say, I'm so sorry, but I had to do that. Russ is, like, so wholesome. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like um, oh, gosh. What was the the line that um, Joe DiCamillis had? I think what happened was the Broncos cut Shiloh Ko, oh, and then the Saints signed them right before they were playing the Saints. <laughs> yeah. And they are like, do you think uh, Shiloh's like giving the Saints any tips? And he's like, oh, yeah, I bet he's chirping like a canary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, because that's exactly what he did when he came here. <laughs> it's <Wow>. incredible. <laughs> and the thing about knowing Russ is that it isn't all that valuable. Like, we all know Russ. Like, I guess there's, there's a couple things. Like, they're bringing over all of his empty sets that are super weird and unique. And so maybe there's something there. But for the most part, like, he wants to get out of the pocket. He wants to throw the ball deep. Like it's there isn't too much that you can learn from that. It feels like yeah, it's true. And and the Seahawks aren't going to have nearly as much of an idea of what Nathaniel Hackett wants Russell Wilson to do right. as the Broncos would have an idea yeah. of like Drew Locke's just tendencies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And 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 that's the thing too is Russell Wilson. The thing he does best is the unpredictable and the mm. stuff that you can prepare for. But it's Russ is going to typically do a better job of of getting out in those situations more. Hopefully no Broncos opponents are listening right now. Um, I'm sure like they might have this on in most headquarters around the league. But <laughs> the Broncos put put out the best tape on, on how to stop Russell Wilson. I just hope that Pete Carroll doesn't remember true. that. It's very uh, true. It certainly wasn't in Super Bowl 48. It That's was a few, uh, few years later, 2017 or 2018, Start game the one. season. Yeah, game one, Broncos put out the one of the best teach tapes I've ever seen uh, on how to stop Russell Wilson. Case Keenum, baby, three touchdowns, three interceptions. Mm. Yes, uh, most electric game of his career <laughs> until this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. There's that video uh, that just came out. The Bills put it out a week or two ago where he does the thing where like he oh, put yeah. the sunglasses on and the hat, he go ask for autographs and the teammates. Uh, Why didn't he actually put on the disguise? I know, but that's the thing is he didn't even have to. 
Like, who could have seen that coming from where Case Keenum was, like, five years ago? Like, he's got security guards for the team saying, like, no, you can't be out here. And uh-huh. he's Case Keenum. He was a guy who was making, he had, like, the $32 but million he was standing I did inside not hear the about ropes. This. Yeah. That's where I was just like, he's yeah. doing such a horrible job of selling this. He put on no, no um, disguise. <laughs> and then all the fans are on one side. He's inside the ropes, and he's, like, going up to Isaiah McKenzie, like, oh. asking. And I'm just like, it takes the player, each player, like, three seconds yeah to I mean, out it's a little more than three seconds like it's a weird amount okay. like enough to be a little bit skeptical of everything which Do like they sign something most of them did he get something most signed of them sign and then realize yeah but even like josh allen like he's pretending to ignore him and it just like keeps walking keeps walking and then he's like wait are you case keenum it's like you spent all day with case keenum <laughs> oh and you, it takes that i don't know it, wow that's huh. that's a big drop. That that'll never happen to Russell Wilson. Well, it's because remember, Case is a person. He's not a character. Ah, uh, mm. no, that's his wife. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but they're all characters in his scintillating book. <laughs> they uh, are. All right. Um, <laughs> last thing, or do we, or or are you gonna give us some more? Uh, no, hit me with the last thing. KJ Hamler. Ah. Uh, ready to go, ish. No. Uh, we'll see though, uh, because on Saturday, right after the game, it seemed like there was some good news. Billy Turner was going to be back on the football field this week. He was going to practice after maybe not having a setback, but who knows? He wasn't out there today. Uh, at least I did not see him on the field, so I'm hesitant there. Then today, hard to miss. Uh, what? He's hard to miss. If he's out there. Exactly. Then today. K.J. Hamler, and what you're referring to is Nathaniel Hackett said K.J. Hamler. He's looking forward to seeing K.J. get some team reps. He should be doing that and then potentially playing in the game this week. I just got to see it before I'm going to believe it and and actually see it. Now, he was out there on the field today practicing, um, but still it wasn't with full pads or anything. So I'm going to have to see him go through a practice or two before I'm counting on him at all. Mm. Yep. Um, I'm willing to buy the hype. You know, my plan was just don't let him get on the practice field. Like, just keep him healthy, plug him in in a game, and see what happens from there. Like, that might mean that he's not ready to play, but still, like, at least you got something out of him. If they're ready to put him on the field, though, then I can get excited about that. Maybe I don't believe it till I see it, but when he says he might be somebody who needs some run in the preseason, that does make it sound like he can't be too far away. But again, like, it's... Felt like that for a while. Yeah, I think it's really interesting that he would say that. Yeah. Um, because I think it's true. Um, and maybe like game shape is something that you think about when you're thinking of KJ sure. Hamler, like just mm-hmm. straight up conditioning. He's a guy who, when he goes out on the field, he's probably, you know, running 50 yards down the field, one out of every three mm-hmm. plays. Yeah. Um, so he just maybe needs to be out there to condition a little bit. But I'll like, it is crazy. I can never lose my anxiety over kj hamler's health like it will be oh, there yeah. for the rest of his career in denver every single play yeah mm-hmm. uh and, and that's a shame that it's like that but he's always i'll touch wood he's always one play away from a ham hammy yep. and then the season's just over yeah at that point point. and yeah. the, th- the thing about last year's injury and again, i'm totally with you is that anybody would have torn their acl if that happened to them of course like it's the hyper extended knee guy jumps on his back knee bends backwards and so that one, you're just like, well, that will happen to anybody. At the same time, so it's like, it's, is he, is there something about him where defenders know where he's going to be? 
Like, there's some guys who just avoid contact, and is he just not one of those? There's other injuries that kind of do stand out. But. I don't. I just I worry about the hamstrings. Yeah. I mean, it's been every single year just something, whether it's like, oh, yeah, he's just got a little hammy thing going on or, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. That That's the one that I'm just like, as soon as it happens, I've seen it happen to so many athletes, especially wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, once it happens – then it's okay well there's no real timeline here and so then it's like a month and they're like we're gonna let him go out there and work it again ah still doesn't feel right and it's just like the season will just evaporate so Mm -hmm. crossing my fingers for him he can be a massive part of this offense especially with tim going down i can you know i can see like judy sutton hamler being really dangerous Mm -hmm. and he's just got to be there and if Mm -hmm. he's there I think he's going to eat, and I think Russ is really going to like him. And there's been a lot of hype in the last like week or two weeks about slot fades just out of nowhere. Like Every podcast is talking about slot fades. Bucky Brooks has like a weekly column. Just and in he, general. Yeah, yeah, no, it's crazy. And he has had like this slot whole fades. section about how the slot fade is just like the answer to modern defenses with the single high, with the drop down, all that. There should be like three players better in the NFL at slot phase than KJ Hamler. When you're that was like, my favorite part of his tape coming out of college. Exactly. And if right now is the time where that is becoming maybe the most valuable route, if you buy like the Athletic Podcast or whatever other podcast, whatever the Ringer Podcast, then don't he, give other podcasts free. Ever. Yeah. Come wow. here. Come here because wow. I'll tell you the most interesting parts. I'm just kidding. I'll tell you the most interesting parts. But every one of the, like the national podcasts is talking about it again. Like just being fast enough to beat the inside leverage and get to the sideline like that. He should be able to do that all day, especially with Russell Wilson. And he did in college. That's yeah. like, that's like if you would watch his college highlight tape, most of his touchdowns are on that route. Totally. So you love it. I mean, and it really is like, it's essentially just an empty spot of the field on no matter the defense, really like there's a window somewhere. Yeah, exactly. You're kind of just running into the spot where there's no players yep. ever. And you're um, doing it faster than anyone else. Right. And that's the thing KJ. is, you know, it, if you're playing Madden, it doesn't work as well as it, as it should, because it's really just like, can you yep. get a step? And Russ is the best at just dropping it over it. Yep, exactly, exactly. And speaking of the best, our friends over at Green Mountain Mm -hmm. Dental are the best at what they do. And that is not just cleaning your teeth, but taking care of your health. And over at Green Mountain Dental, they're going to incentivize you even more than just being the best. They're going to give you $300 discount for a full orthodontic treatment for new patients if you mention DNVR Sports when you check them out. Also, DNVR Sports is going to get you $350 value of a free set of bleach trays with new patient cleaning, x-ray, and exam. And also, they are hiring dental hygienists. So if you want to work full-time or part-time, they have both of those available, and they're willing to work with your schedule, offer great benefit packages, as well as healthcare and PTO. So if you're interested in any of that, Check them out at GreenMountainDentalGroup.com where they're going to get you hooked up with those if you mention DNVR Sports. And also, they're part of our family. They've supported us for a long time, so make sure to check them out. And go over to FOCO, too. It's almost football season. Got to get your man cave in shape. Get yourself um, a... Or woman cave. Or women cave. Or anything cave. Human cave. Human cave. a, a, A she shed? Wow. Yeah. That doesn't sound as cool. It doesn't sound as cool, no. Yeah. But it's a term that's being thrown around. There Why we not? go. Yeah. But get yourself a, like, Broncos fans only parking sign. Mm. 
mm-hmm. or uh, a pair of comfy pants that have Broncos logos all over them to watch games in. Yep. Or uh, some Broncos shot glasses. There's all sorts of different memorabilia. They've I got bet a whole you Zach bunch had of... some Broncos PJ pants when I'd, he was younger. I know I did. Of course. I had like 30 <laughs> pairs of Broncos slippers. It's like every year my grandma would send me a pair of Broncos slippers. That's oh. I mean, that's like nice. It's one of those things you yeah. probably wouldn't buy yourself, but you just yeah. get a free reload every year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, because they do kind of get worn out. But yeah, there's like four different kinds of those on there. Go over to FOCO. Use the code DMVR. Oh, they have these sun hats. I was thinking of getting one of those. Mm. Like, that would be clutch for the hot tailgates. Oh, oh yeah. Like a, like a Broncos, kind of like one of those woven ones, but then the under part is like floral. Oh, wow. Oh, <coughs> Very nice. beachy. Yeah, that's yeah. modern. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know they have that this the, weekend. Yep. They have the CU Hawaiian shirts. I'd imagine they have Broncos Hawaiian shirts too that yep. go with the vibe. Yeah. Maybe some, they might have shorts. Who's this? They have all the sorts CU of one has like parrots on it, which I wasn't prepared for. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I kind of want it though. Yeah. Uh, go over to FOCO though because you can get 10% off with the code DMVR. Uh, it's FOCO.com. You can just click the link in the YouTube description if you want to do that instead. All right. We have any super chats, Yaya? No super chats. Wow, super lame. Yeah, super lame. Uh, let's jump into questions on the website then. First one coming in from Melvin Bronco, my boys. Apparently, the world is ending. If you believe Broncos fans on social <laughs> media, so we got torched. It's preseason, so how does Hackett mm-hmm. trust the process and not play starters this weekend? Cheers. Well, yes, he's going to trust his process. He said it's going to be about the sim- same players playing. That's why to me it would just be kind of crazy if KJ's out there. We used to joke about how, like, hey, last preseason game, we should do something really weird, uh, like get hammered for the show, <laughs> right. or like, I don't know, maybe we take it up a notch and like do some hallucinogenics just to try and <laughs> uh, spice this game up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that would uh, definitely spice it up, because there's gonna be nothing you need to remember from this game. That's I, that's what true. I mean. Like, I'm actually dreading it. Yeah. That's sad. 7 p.m. That's but, sad. Between the practice squad and the active roster, how many jobs will be earned in this game? One. Mm, I was going to say the active roster, oh. one or two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, practice mean, squad, maybe a couple more, maybe. but this is, practice squad doesn't matter. No. This is the Especially Corliss Crew's final last mm. stand. We're going to win. Sam oh, Martin's yeah. going to be out there, baby. He's going to be swinging. Yeah. He's see on a weak ankle. Mm. Did we find out if it was his right or left ankle? Uh, it was his plant ankle. Okay, so that would be left. Yeah. Do yeah. you think he's going to be playing catch before the game? No. I'm you don't think so? No. Ever again? <laughs> When's the next time he plays catch before the game? Man, week one. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. I think he says he I got off, I got yeah. my jacket. I was, <laughs> like, I was almost thinking like, uh, sorry for the free ad, but like I think they're called birdie balls, which are like these golf balls that like don't fly too far. They're not actually even balls; they're like little cylinders. Just give let those guys go out there with their golf clubs and take some swings. Like they're so bored. <laughs> right. Yeah. I thought Maybe. you were gonna be talking about Dixon balls. No, no. Uh, <laughs> those ones aren't aren't quite. Those are just regular golf balls. Um, but yeah, put a mat out there so they don't put any divots in the field. Right. And right. Just let them smack around. You know, some wiffle balls. And then they're not moving around right, too much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cody in the chat brought this up. But what if we bring in Jake Plummer? And just let him yeah. eat all of his mushrooms. Yeah. His mushrooms. <laughs> it's such a common misconception. Stop putting, stop looping Jake Plummer into the hallucinogenic <laughs> mushrooms you, You're field. telling me he doesn't have any hallucinogenic mushrooms. Was, I'm not telling you that. I was going to say, it's Bring not that ones. crazy to connect <laughs> them. Every, every headline is like so misleading when it comes to this. Like, Jake Plummer is now peddling uh, mushrooms. And it's like, yeah. Jake Plummer is a mushroom dealer you now. Like, what are we Jake doing Plummer. here? Come on, guys. Like, one night, Jake Plummer is thinking like, oh, I wish I could just sell these mushrooms 
mushrooms. And he was like, well, maybe I could just sell mushrooms that don't have the hallucinogens. <laughs> like, that's where that came from. He has them. I'm in. I want some lion's mane. That's, that's what his, uh, oh. his favorite oh. uh, mushroom is. that a is. special mushroom <laughs> or a non-special mushroom? It's a non-special mushroom with oh. special... Um, Healing powers? Powers, okay. yeah. Mm. Special powers, a.k.a. it gets you high? No, <laughs> but I would be down if Jake Plummer wants to bring any sort of mushrooms <laughs> yes. for our final. Jake, uh, if you're listening, you were down in Denver last week. Come yep. back down. Come back down. Let's do the post game show. <laughs> dealer's choice. 11 p.m. Dealer. See, you're yeah. calling the dealer. <laughs> Big Hank Stan says our Broncos were the recipient of a legitimate drubbing, but we still have Hung Young Johnson. See, look in the comments. Jake said Lions Mane makes your brain gooder. Oh, okay. I trust yes, him. Yes. I think he needs I think, more he's, I think he's on Lions Mane right now. <laughs> Jake Smith. You're not on anything. Is Jake Smith like an, an alias? Yes. For Jake. That seems like a fake uh, name. Oh, Jake Plummer. <laughs> Jake, you're welcome here. Anytime. <laughs> uh, he goes on and says, Long live the late night pods from back in the day. And yes, oh, yeah. jail would really suck. Love, Big Tank Stan. <laughs> yeah. I forgot Good about points that. all around. Speaking of dealing stuff and prison, jail. Match those two up. Someone mm. reach out to us that's listening to our podcast in jail. Like, <laughs> yeah, somebody has to. Please be. do for like petty crimes. Hopefully, yeah, exactly. Yeah, or but, anything. I mean, we'll, we're interested regardless. <laughs> yeah, tax evasion is a good one. <gasps> if yeah. I talked about the time I was at the Avs game and two people, uh, two guards at the Supermax prison were sitting next to me, mm. it wow. was wild. They're just sharing stories. Yeah, they're drinking beers. They're just, drinking beers and they're just oh like, yeah, God. you know, like Bombers Row. That's where like. Were they the talking Unabomber to you them. or talking yeah. to each other? Oh. Yeah. But we just I just befriended them. It, it was incredible. But they were just telling stories about all sorts of stuff. Or just like the I can't remember who it was now. They just I think listened I to like true crime and just completely <laughs> yeah, you. It would have worked. But it's like whatever famous murderer, there's like, yeah, we were just wrestling him this morning. He was trying to like he wouldn't come with us back into his cell. It's like what oh my yeah. gosh Damn. he's pulling like the security video and stuff so it was real oh yeah he's pulling the security video to show you they all have access i guess i guess it's like closed uh-huh. circuit television uh-huh. yeah yeah i don't know that was a trippy <laughs> night just That's an intermission crazy. yeah they that have um what's the thing that people use to like spy on their dogs oh yes 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 like uh like not ring doorbells but for the inside yeah yeah, 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 yeah. is it called at home that sounds right i don't know yeah okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. You gotta do that with the cat collars. <laughs> Dan Burke says, Hey guys, how much of the performance against the Bills do y'all put on it being an early East Coast game? Oh Something the Broncos have typically struggled with. My I know least pe- favorite narrative ever. <laughs> I know people are freaking out about the depth of the team, and I agree that it didn't look great, but I feel like not enough is being made about the time and location of the game. Ryan, I'll let you handle this. I mean, first of all, that's a false narrative. Uh, the Broncos oh. have a pretty average record when huh. it comes to uh games on the early east coast now m- in the very recent future or in the very recent past it's been bad but uh one thing you have to look at is the full sample all of it's been bad uh, so that's not as good of a indicator um what i'll say is the main reason the broncos lost that game is because the players that played for them weren't as good as the players that played for the bills mm, yeah i agree at football you hope yeah. you hope that's it Yes, that, yeah. that was it. Yeah. It, that was definitely the big piece. <laughs> it was. 
And last one, actually, coming in from Nash Bronco says, Greetings. Do you guys buy the comment overheard from a local media member about Quinn Minard's play and potentially losing his starting job? From what I saw on Saturday, he looks even better than last season. Also, I'm not, or I'm also, I'm sure you guys have been jealous of the DNVR Nuggets crew, RG, on their mm-hmm. Serbia trip. Make sure to give them a taste of their own medicine when you guys visit London. Go DNVR. Okay. So, such a great point. I'm so glad you brought this up. Yep. Um, we are really jealous of them. Mm-hmm. Um, don't tell them we said that. <laughs> but, th- like, one thing that I've noticed that's really cool is they're just, like, going to different things of people who are, like, part of, the, you know, the community. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I I own a bar or my brother owns a restaurant. Come there. So, like, reach out. Like, if you yeah. or someone you know has a spot uh, in London that you want us to come see, we'd love to, like, that's what I want to do is, like, go around and see places in the community, especially Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Those are going to be kind of our open days. Um, we want to do podcasts at various places around town. Um, so reach out, like I want to see, uh, you know, I want to see where, wherever, you know, is important to you guys. I think if they get to go on a tour of their stars home, we should get to go on a tour of Russell Wilson's home and spend a week learning about the culture of Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh, I want to <laughs> learn about the culture of Cherry Hills. <laughs> me Village. too. Me too. <laughs> Cherry Hills Village, we, be a good one too. we can even stay in his guest house if he won't let us in his real house. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I think it would be a great, like we'll do a mini doc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, It'll be it'll be sweet. It'll probably take a full week to go around too. Yeah, we'll learn about like the swingers culture of Cherry Hills Village. <laughs> oh, we'll learn about <laughs> wow. We'll learn about all four bathrooms. There's only four. Uh, wait, four bedrooms. I'm sorry, okay, twelve guess. bathrooms in the guest house. Uh, no, in, in his real house. <laughs> Can know. you believe that? Wow, <laughs> we were doing that. Twenty-six million gets you four bedrooms these days, huh? <laughs> Bang for your buck is not yeah. what it used to be. Can we that crib? Um. <laughs> We'll we'll work on it. Yeah, I like it. But I like, it. I like that. We should just do all of our cribs. Wouldn't be like as exciting. The studio apartments. Yeah, right. <laughs> It'd be incredible. Uh-uh. Is your microphone on? So, oh my god, talking to the microphone. So there's this episode where it's literally just a shitty apartment. He walks in there. And it's like everything's like a mess. He doesn't even have furniture. It's a bed on the ground. And it's like, yeah, this is where I actually live. I didn't rent a house for this today. <laughs> That's hilarious. Who was it? Uh, I think it was uh, Redman. Microphone. Red, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I would be down. Yeah. NVR Cribs. Yeah. I love it. Sounds good. Um, anything else? Uh, I think that's it. I've got a couple things. One, 763. That is our number of iTunes reviews. Um, so that gives us 37 to 800. We're Good working math. hard to get there. Thank you. Um, I should probably give a shout out to a couple people who have left some recently. Please mm. tell me I'm still on that page. No, I'm not. Um, but those are really important to us. And it's pretty cool to see, like, to be honest, we're, we're like hundreds ahead of anyone else in our category. Um, but we just want to keep pulling away. So keep it's leaving us cool. iTunes reviews. Uh, especially with the new iteration of the show. Um, but like Nueli left us one, Derm 10, yeah. Big Ace Bronco, Barnhouse 523, Woo. Wavy Marv. Yeah. Um, so, so a lot of you guys, I appreciate you. Um, keep leaving those and then hit us with a thumbs up on YouTube on your way out. And is this a super chat coming in last second? Yes, it is a super Jeez, chat. We gotta tell this guy to talk into the mic. Uh, I was waiting for you to finish your little thing because you were going hard. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna let him go ham for a little bit and just. All right, let's hear from Brandon Curry. Uh, Brandon Curry, best chance at awesome revenge game: Russ against Seattle, 
Baker against Browns or Deshaun mm-hmm. against Texans. Han Men drew against Denver. Okay, Deshaun's automatically out. Yeah. Uh, he's not getting revenge <laughs> for anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Baker is definitely built for this. Mm-hmm. Like he will yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. have the pettiest response yeah. uh, to anything. Also, yeah, yeah, we put that um, up on the screen. Um, he, uh, <laughs> Russ isn't really getting revenge either, even though I think he's going to do a good job of making himself feel like he is. Um, Why isn't he getting revenge? Uh, because I think he, he wanted to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. I think he wanted to be traded. So That's then does true. Drew have a chance to get revenge? Drew definitely has a chance for revenge. The thing about Drew is he's not going to win. So it's like, like best chance at awesome Well, he's also not going to play. Mm. Like, oh, I think that Russ moves up the rankings just because touch wood but they should absolutely win meanwhile baker it's like uh, it's kind of a 50 50 game you don't like but like if you break up with your girlfriend you're not like getting revenge on her by you know <laughs> rebounding quickly thereafter right. like yeah she but, would be getting revenge on you yes yeah think of all those seahawk fans saying terrible things about russell Wilson. that's true that's true he gets to shut them up so then what you're it saying is, is unbelievable you're- like Seahawks fans need to check themselves. Yeah, They will take <laughs> any opportunity to say something bad about the best player in their franchise's history. It reminds me of my old roommate who is a Packer fan. And it's when the Broncos are going through this thing. It's like, yeah, I mean, they've always been great. Like, they have one of the best records ever. All these different things. All the home attendance, perfect. The perfect sellout record, whatever. And he's like, yeah, but that just... You could never be bad in Green Bay. Like, it's just impossible because... The, the city wouldn't let you. Like, they're, they're held accountable. Nobody holds them accountable. And it's like, no, you just had back-to-back good quarterbacks. That's all it is. <laughs> yes. Right, right. 100%. Yeah. How like about, Seahawk fans are going to learn. How about Seattle, right after they officially traded uh, Russ away, and they put out that tweet saying, like, uh, thanks to one of the best quarterbacks that's ever played Yes. For us. <laughs> it yes. was so disrespectful. Wow. Yes, they were uh, big Matt Hasselbeck fans. I guess, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the, Hassel, the right Hasselbeck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Oof. Yeah, I mean, Seahawks fans are going to look back and feel really stupid that they talked this way about Russ. They yeah. are. Um, especially if they don't figure this out. You know, once you're in QB purgatory, there's no timeline. It's like, oh, we'll eventually be out of this. You could be in it forever. Yep. And and on top of that, Pete Carroll's going to lose his job because of this. Yeah. And so uh, I just, mm-hmm. you got to have some perspective. I will say, like, maybe um there's a little bit of hypocrisy here with the mellow thing like we all still don't like mellow but he's not the best player anymore and he might have not even ever been the best player um yoke he's not even the best number 15 anymore um whereas like russell wilson is definitely the best quarterback in seattle history he brought them a super bowl something that carmelo never obviously did um Mm -hmm. and it's just like you're gonna you're gonna feel really dumb eventually when you're like wow i can't believe we were just shitting on russ after he left it's so true am i not allowed to say that i like mellow you can say that okay i like Mellow. i respect all opinions okay i want the nuggets to bring very nice in that way (laughs) i want the nuggets to bring him back so i don't have to not like him anymore just force me to like him you can't say that out loud but (laughs) no that's that's where i'm at just make me like him there I was want, a rumor that he might come back. Oh, yeah, yeah. That from a source whose brother heard <laughs> something in a cafeteria one time. Yeah. Is that for real? No, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. But we did talk about that one report last week that was like, uh, you know, rumors within the NBA are starting to circulate that Carmelo Anthony, that the Nuggets might be potentially interested yeah, in bringing yeah, back. Yeah. Like, that was almost word for word. We once uh, broke a story right here back in the BSN days because someone was at a <laughs> prominent place where lots of 
prominent members of the organization go. They okay. worked there okay. and overheard a prominent <laughs> member of the organization telling another person <laughs> about a very significant event that happened. Wow. Can you wow. say what the nope. news was that we broke? Nope. Wow. Wow. Because I feel like if they know that, then they'll be able to start piecing sure. it together. Fair, fair, fair. Yep. Um, but that's like straight up. That's how we got the lead. And then we kind of dove in and got a second source on it. Damn. And, huh. That's awesome. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was crazy. Um, all right. I think that wraps it up for us today. Appreciate everyone for tuning in. Again, hit us with a thumbs up on your way out. Leave us those iTunes interviews. And we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Flying cotton